out there and welcome to another awesome episode of the Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so happy to have you with us today in podcast land as we discuss another awesome record. But before we do, happy May 1st, everybody. Yeah, happy May. We made it through the first four months of the year. Yeah. We're to month five. We're getting through. We're almost to summertime, I guess, right? You're almost, summertime and the living's easy. You're getting some uh, end-of-the-year concerts, I guess, probably coming up yeah. with your, your students. We went to a cool show. Yeah, that's true. We're going to talk about that more coming up. Um, yep. Yeah, we'll, uh, should we say? We could say. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we went to a Wilco concert together. Wilco. And so maybe as a uh, foreshadow, bum, 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 bum. we might be covering some Wilco in the next few weeks. Yeah, sounds good. I, but yeah, I'm it was a cool show. That. We drove over uh, to Athens and got crazy and here Crowd we are. Surfed. We made it back. Yeah. I slam danced a bunch. <laughs> to to Wilco, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you might have been the only one there. <laughs> and they stopped the show and they said, "Sir, are was, you okay?" I was wondering why no one was joining me. <laughs> As I'm doing the windmill. <laughs> maybe not the crowd. Yeah, maybe not the exact dance for uh, Wilco. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's okay. But where you could maybe sort of kind of dance that way is at the concert of the artist that we're talking about today. Today we are discussing Canadian artist Biff Naked in her album, I Bificus. I Bificus. I Bificus. So tell me, uh, I, I remember hearing Biff Naked. So when you gave this to me, I said, who? And then I said, oh, okay, yes, 90s, local radio station here in town, played some one or two or three of these songs. I yeah, kind of remember yeah. Biff Naked, but uh, tell us more about Ibificus and Biff Naked and where those, you know, where Ibificus came from. So let's let's back up a little bit here. Um, I discovered Biff Naked through that radio station, 99X. Uh, they played a few of the songs. Uh, Lucky was probably the one that they played most. Uh, and Lucky is a, it's, it's like an orchestral rock, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, love ballad. Moody kind of. Yeah. Very moody. Yeah. They also played Moment of Weakness, uh, on, on air a few times. But, uh, I remember the girl I was dating at the time, she and I, we, we fell in love with Lucky and that was like our song. And of course that relationship did not last, but what did last was this album. This album oh, was great. Yeah. Uh, Biff naked got her start. Actually, she was born in India and she was adopted by, uh, American missionaries and then ended up moving to Canada where she grew up. Oh, okay. And so she is, she is fully Canadian. She is proud of her Canadian heritage. Uh, and the people of Canada seem to absolutely adore her, which I understand because I was lucky enough to meet her once. Nice. Yeah. Wow. She was, uh, she was notice. at a, oh gosh, what was it? A big day out here in Atlanta. Oh, okay. One year. Okay. She wasn't performing. She was just there enjoying the concerts. And, uh, for those of you who don't know, big day out in Atlanta was, there was like three different, it was, it was held at the Lakewood Amphitheater. And, um, big outdoor venue. Yeah. Big outdoor yeah. venue. So they had the main stage, which was the regular venue. And then over in one parking lot, there was a stage and in another parking lot, there was a stage. Uh, and so I saw a ton of cool bands that day. I don't, I don't know if were, were you there for that one? I went, I don't know if I went that in particular one, but I remember going to a you few. Go. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I was walking around and I was trying to sneak backstage. I, for some reason had it in my head that I needed to get backstage cause that's where all the cool people were and I wanted to be cool. And 
I mean, I was just a stupid teenager, so let's be real. I did not need to be backstage. However, I saw somebody coming out of the backstage area, and she was teeny tiny, and I'm like, I know her. I recognize her. She doesn't know me, of course, but I go running up to her, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're Biff Naked, and she's like, I am, and and I'm like, that's so cool. I love your music. It's great. I'm sure she was doing some promotion for this album and because the Big Day Out was sponsored by 99X, and since 99X was playing her music... She was there to, I guess, do some press. Sure. Um, and she talked with me for a little bit. She was great. She signed my little program thing that I had. I still have it. Nice. Uh, it's nice. at my house. I love it. And uh, and then I asked her if she would take me backstage. And she's like, no, because <laughs> you're a child. You asked that question. I was, like, hey. backstage? I was like, hey, uh, is there any way you can sneak me backstage? And she's like, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, oh man. I guess you can try. Nowadays it would be, can you take a kind of take a selfie with you? Yeah. Right. Can, but your your question was can, can you, you sneak, sneak me, me backstage? backstage? Or I guess I if it was now, I'd I would say, can we take a buffelfie? A best friends forever selfie? Uh, I, that is new to me. Buffelfie. Buffelfie. I I've never heard of that. <laughs> is this a uh is this a TikTok thing or something? I don't know. I I can't remember buffelfie. where I heard it from, to be honest. A buffelfie. I don't I never thought I'd hear you say buffelfie, but okay. Well, there we go. First buffelfie. time for everything. <laughs> Uh, but she was so sweet and very humble, and uh, I just remember just loving that she was so cool with talking with me, a fan. And she was shocked that I was a dude who really loved her record. Uh, I don't want to say shocked. She wasn't like, oh, my gosh. She was just, like, totally cool. Like, wow, you love my record? That's great, you know? And that's because I think, it, not to sound sexist or anything, but I think more women would probably – gravitate towards this record now i don't want that to put off anybody from listening to it uh because this is a solid awesome album and i've been very lucky i've seen her live in concert um years later when she came back to atlanta i got to see her in the cotton club and she was great and she rocked that stage and and Oh man, this is just such a good record. She played almost every song that night off of this record, and oh, I was wow. totally stoked. Wow, it is a good record. I will admit that. Oh I will well, agree. well, well. Oh, that's awesome. It is a rocker. No, it is. It is very. Uh, just to put my quick two cents, it is. You know, 1998, right? That's when it came yes. out. So yeah. it is. Uh, it's 90s, which I liked it. It's very 90s. But then, uh, oddly enough, I'll, I'll put a spin on that. It is also a good precursor to that like early 2000s yes. sound. Oh, so, yes. So, you know, if she had a hand in this or if it was just naturally kind of migrating that way, it kind of had some dark edges to it. So it's it's interesting to hear this now. What? 25 years later. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that. Hey, there you go. There's that catchphrase again. Ding. It's funny that you mentioned that precursor to what's coming later. And that's that's kind of interesting. So let me tell you a little bit more about her. She's, like I said, she's tiny. She's petite. She's heavily tattooed. She's got a cool range. Her voice is not for everybody. I'm just going to be honest. It's not for everybody. I like, I like how she can go high in certain things. I like how moody her voice can sound in certain things. Uh, but it's not, it's not going to be for everybody. That being said... This was a cool album. It was first released in Canada in 1998, and then it was picked up. Uh, it was released under her own record label, and then was picked up by Lava and Atlantic and re-released in 1999. Now, when they did that, they went back into the studio. They added a couple songs. They really went in there and tweaked some of the verses and choruses and stuff worked on the album. And so what came out in my opinion was a much better record. Cause I've gone back and listened to the original and it's good. 
it's good, but you can hear the improvements that are made on, on Ibificus, the second release of it. So what we see on streaming, that's the second release? I Correct. Assume, even though it says 98, Correct. it is the second release. Yeah, okay. and it gets credited as 98 because that is technically when it was first released. Gotcha. Now, um, some people, you were asking before, like, you know, the, you were saying something about crazy about her name. I don't know how she got the naked part of her name, but the Beth part comes from the fact that her name is actually Beth. And she, I, I guess she couldn't say Beth as a kid and would be like, Beth, hmm. instead of saying Beth, it would Beth. Okay. So Biff naked. There you go. The, the Just one small note that uh, in trying to type Biff naked, like I was trying <laughs> to do my show notes and then I was trying to look up some information on her. If you try to type type Biff in a tablet or something with autocorrect, it often autocorrects to big, B-I-G. And I don't know about you, but I don't really want to search big naked, you know, on Google <laughs> and, uh, nothing gets, you know, whatever it is, whatever you find, but big naked. So I, it was just a little issue that in nowadays she had no idea, you know, Biff, that's her name, but it's just kind of funny. Now I kept on saying, no, it's Biff. I guess you can teach your device. Totally. Say, this is Biff. So I'm sure she unfortunately has to do that to probably every one of her devices. Yeah. And she doesn't, uh, she doesn't spell it like Biff Tannen did in uh, Back to the Future, because I think he his was B-I-F-F. Yeah. Hers so, is just right. B-I-F. B-I-F. But it is very unique, and you look up Biff naked, and that's, that's there you her. go. It's very cool. It's uh, She definitely has has a cool sound, and I agree that it's a cool album. She's got a very uh, punk, goth, pop yeah. feel to her. Uh, the, the album, it, it's just incredible. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. So let's just go ahead and kick into it. Uh, unless there's anything else you want to add right there, Jeremy Dudman, what did you think of I Biff a Kiss? The record by Biff Naked. Yeah, I think, I mean, it sounds really good, too, for 1998 slash 1999. You know, we're, put it into perspective, we're a few years out of Nirvana and things like that. And those albums sounded good, but I don't know, this was, this is just a little bit better in yeah, terms the production of, like, quality. It's very clear and precise, and it's, it's, you can hear each part very well. I love it. Yeah, much more of a, a foreshadow again into the 2000s and... Uh, yeah, so just very clean sounding, great melodies, just rocking and rocking in general, as I say. So as we say in the South, rocking, you know, drop the G off of the end of every word. Rocking. Um, great choruses, right? So some songs do take a little bit time to kind of develop. Yeah. But then when the choruses come in, you go, okay, yeah, cool. Chorus is very catchy. That's one thing I wanted to say about this record. There is not a single bad chorus on this album, in my opinion. Every chorus is really, really good, except for maybe one. But like, even when the song feels like it might be lacking, like you said, the chorus picks it back up and it's very pop oriented. It's, it's, I mean, the writing on it is really good. Yeah. So, I mean, it starts off really well with I Died. It's a really cool opener. Progression's awesome. Uh, Any Day Now, very 90s drums, you know, has a big chorus for Spaceman. Moment of Weakness is great. I'll just go ahead and say that's my my top pick moment of weakness. Are you serious? Yeah. Really? Yeah, if there's one song, you know, I listened through a few times and kind of spot checked a few times. And if there's one song that just stays with me, it's Moment of Weakness. That's I just good. hear that chorus over and over and over. Oh, yeah. So much so that I almost question, I go, is this like a cover? 
Is it, you know, when you hear songs that, uh, as a musician too, you might write something and you know you channeled it from something else, right? Or you yep. hear a song, you go, did they write that or did somebody else? So I would say this kind of Ramones-esque mm-hmm. definitely has some elements Very much of so. that punk, rock, whatever. And so, but no, it, I mean, from what I could tell, Find, it was, it is her song, right? Yeah, it's her weakness. And uh, yep. maybe I heard it from the radio, as you mentioned, it was a radio song. Yep. So maybe that's where I was channeling something. I've heard it somewhere else. There, There is a music video for it. It's almost a one shot, one take music video. There's like a small cut towards the end, but, but no, it's a cool, it, it was a, it was a full fledged single. Yeah, it just starts cool. It's got the descending line, and uh, yeah, it's just a rocker. I mean, it just that's the the catchy, the catchiest, if that's a word, mm-hmm. chorus that just stayed with me after I kind of hit stop and I go, okay, what am I singing over and over? Uh, Lucky's good. It's nice, and I can see why it was chosen as let's say the hit, a single. It's different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's maybe not my choice for the song that stays with me. Uh, the chorus, I actually have a problem. I like the verses, but I don't like the chorus as much. Really? It kind of goes major. I wish it kind of stayed kind of moody. More okay. Throughout. But I don't know. But I like that, though. But it's got that kind of openness, and it's different. It's unique for, let's say, a song that kind of introduces an artist and kind of makes brands them a certain sound, maybe like a Lord, right? Yeah, when Lord came out, you. you go, who is that? That's a unique sound, Yeah. right? So that's... Uh, Maybe a precursor to twenty years later. Well, she also sings in like a, a lower register, yeah, and true. then like progresses up through it, and she really showcases. Like I said, her voice isn't going to be for everybody, but it really shows. Like she does have a good, a decent range there, in my opinion. Yeah, let's hear a little bit of Lucky. Sure. Ryan is uh, grooving over here. If only we had video. <laughs> but um, But yeah, the chorus is a little too conventional for me. I, I like it. I'm not trying to say anything, but if it, for a hit and for you know a song that shows us her, true. It's the chorus again. The verses is very unique, and then when the chorus comes, it's just eh, yeah. I've heard that progression again. I got it, but it it has a beautiful explosive ending, sure, and it's sure, sure. really cool. Yeah, I, I, so I, you're wrong there. I but won't, whatever. I won't fight it. Uh, you know, let's say it's up there. Honorable mention. So it's a, it's a nice mention. nice hit. Uh, Sophia, I thought that was kind of like an Alanis esque yes, song. Yes, yeah. You know, very uh, Alanis Morissette also covered in a previous episode. Um, and Canadian. And Canadian. That's true. Yeah. I, I forgot about that. Uh, let's say Ty. Yeah. I have 90s rock on a few of these. Only mm-hmm. the girl I wrote 2000 sound. Mm-hmm. That was kind of more like a moody, like Evanescence, like a bridge to Evanescence later down the road. Uh, the two songs that stood out, at, you know, it was hard to kind of pick a, a bad one, let's say, um, just because they're all pretty good. Again, when the choruses come, they're all pretty cool. Maybe except for Lucky, like I just mentioned. Gotcha. Uh, Choti. Is that Chody? Chody. Chody. Um, I like the chorus, but the lyrics are not very strong. Yeah. yeah this that, is one of the songs that is a little lacking. So I was going between that one, but I instead chose Twitch, the last song. Okay. Um, the lyrics. Which actually was a single, just oh, so okay. you know. <laughs> the lyrics just are not for me again. I think they're a little, uh, I like Chody a little better lyric wise. Uh, the melody is okay, but then there's like, it's kind of more spoken. And you know me about spoken lines. Actually, there was something when I got to, oh, what was it? There's a big spoken word, violence. 
Yeah. And I got to that. I go, oh, no, is this going to be my choice? And you probably thought, oh, Jeremy's going to choose violence. But I did the rest until of the you song, get to the chorus. The yeah. chorus of it's really good. The rest of the song of violence was fine. So Twitch, though, like the melody, there's not much of a melody, let's say, in the verses. And uh, yeah, I just don't, it's, I don't like it as a closer. All right, let's hear it. Yeah, no. We, uh, I think you started singing these lyrics before when we were setting up, and uh, I caught that a little bit. Ago. Uh, so yeah, not not for me. Again, maybe I just don't relate I got as much. Boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Ryan's rocking out over here. So again, Heck if only yeah, we man. had video. It's it's a cool, let's say musical type song, but again, the uh, melody vocal line just not. For I me. like the song. I'm not gonna lie. I do like the song. I don't think it's a good closer for Correct. this record. It's a. Uh, this was not the right choice for a closer. And again, this is kind of more like the pop punk. Yeah. That uh, maybe in a few years it could have been good, but it just doesn't fit the rest of the songs. The rest of the songs are kind of more big rock anthem type songs and kind of moody acoustic songs. And then this one's kind of just straight. This one was definitely before its time in that sense. Uh, And again, I'll say it again, not a good closer. Yeah. Moment of Weakness is kind of like that, but I think it's totally, it just, that one does fit. Moment of Weakness fits perfectly. But uh, that has uh, some punk elements, but yeah, Twitch, just not for me. Um, But yeah, in general, you know, Peacock song is pretty good. I like the lick the tears from my eyelashes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, Again, nice course, almost on every, on my show notes, as I call them. Almost every song I start writing, nice chorus, nice chorus. I go, okay, yep. let me just in general say nice chorus. You can't, I mean, you cannot go wrong with the choruses on this album, except for one, um, and I'll get to that. But overall, I mean, like, I love this record. Yeah. This is this is in my top 20 of favorite records of wow. all time. Um, again, discovering this, this, this album and Biff herself has lasted a lot longer than me and that one girl did, thankfully. And I'm so happy to have this album in my life. I'm happy that I've got to meet her yeah. uh, because she is also a cancer survivor. She's written a book. She's an author. She's done a lot of great things. And again, like the people of Canada are lucky to have her because she's phenomenal. Yeah. And thank you for sharing this. I don't know if it's exactly, I'll just be honest, one that I will purchase. That's okay. It will be something that, let's say, it's tough. In the streaming world, there's a difference too. You yeah. know, maybe pre-streaming, maybe I would buy this. Yeah. But now in the streaming world, I admit, since I'm already paying the $10 a month, I'll yep. probably stream it. I love Melbourne Weakness. I'll listen to that. Totally. I'll probably try to get my kids to listen to that. So we'll Oh, they would totally dig it. Yeah, it's it's a rocker. So again, I'm kind of, maybe there's a fourth category now. Like, there, I it's mean, not quite not buying it. And you're going to go, oh, but it's, it's Well, we've, we've it's said before streaming, that. you know, yeah. like there's buying, there's streaming, there's, you know, casually yeah. listening on YouTube. I don't know. Yeah, but the, the idea that, you know, pre-streaming days, I yeah. probably would buy it or, you know, give it a... Spin. More. I know when I, I purchased this, I bought it from Best Buy or no, no, uh, Media Play. Sorry. And when I first put it into my CD player in my truck, I was just like, whoa, like, because what it was, what the album was, it was not what I was expecting. Oh, yeah. It was not lucky, right? If you hear, yeah, lucky. exactly. Yeah. So, um, let me, let me just go ahead and again say, sure, yeah, let us know love what this you album. Um, I'm going to start with a few songs that I really enjoy. Uh, Sophia, as you said, Sophia is one of my favorite songs on there. I love that song. Um, and it was before it's time too, because it talks about having a relationship with somebody 
uh, before it was now it's more like accepted this relationship's more accepted but back then in the late 90s not as much you know so i love that because it was progressive way before it's time sure um also violence i'm not again i've said before i'm not hugely into political songs a whole lot but this one is more of like less political more of like advocacy to a degree and i really enjoyed it the chorus on that is incredible in yeah, my opinion I, I do like that i i did have to uh kind of throw that out there mm-hmm. it's not about me it's not about you yep. or not about you it's not about me so I, it's catchy that one stood with me along with moment of weakness that's awesome uh i do want to uh, touch one if i had this was really hard to pick which one i felt like was the best but i want you to play uh as my honorable mention uh spaceman One of the things I absolutely love about her writing is she is not sugarcoating certain. She's not trying to be poetic. She's not trying to be deep and insightful. She's saying things straight as they are. Like, you know, spaceman, come rescue me. Now there is a story behind the song. They, they were, they had the music. They were needing her to write lyrics. She was not really focusing, I guess. So our producer's like, here, I'm going to put you in this room. You're going to sit in here until you write these lyrics. And so when she's in this room, she's thinking like, man, I wish somebody would just come and rescue me. And then it goes back to this, this thought she had when she was a little girl, like, you know, what would it have been like to be inducted by aliens? Random thought, right? And you put the two together. Here you are. You have a song that's like, I'm the one that actually wants to go with you. Why haven't you picked me? I love that because again, there's no hidden meaning behind it. It's right there in the front. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a, it's a good song. I like it. It looked like you were going to say something that I cut you off. I have a tendency of doing that. No, no. I Oh, I, I think I was going to mention that it, I just heard the some like 80s influence. There's oh, like totally. Some back there. So yep. it was, again, going back to the, it's a bridge. It's a 90s album bridging to the 2000s, but also has some, let's say, 80s synth elements. So it's, it's a good, just all around. And that song also has a very album. dancey feel, which is sure. why in Canada it was released as a remix in a like a dance remix. Oh, okay. So this one was a uh, you can find the video online for it, um, but it was like the dance remix, and it was only released in Canada. But anywho, down yeah, to my choice. favorite. Again, I'm going down to with what I pick the simplicity of the lyrics, the how upfront and forward they are, but how beautiful and kind of. Like, I don't know, kind of reassuring that they are. I'm starting off with the album opener, I Died. Yeah, I'm glad you chose that. That that should be an honorable mention for me too. So I like that. I love I this song so much. Uh, and again, upfront lyric writing: "From my eyes poured patient waters, from my soul sick obscenities." And what this song is about is is about Biff going to meet her boyfriend at a diner, and then the boyfriend like side, you know, ambushing her and being like, "Hey, by the way, we need to break up." 
she totally not seeing this coming completely out of the blue. And it's like one of those things, like what happens when somebody does something devastating to you, but you're in public. So how are you supposed to respond? So I'd like that from my eyes flowed patient waters from my soul, sick obscenities. And then it kicks into the course. I died eating French fries on the restaurant on the corner where you broke my heart. I cried because I bit my tongue knowing truth would wash over you like ranch. I'm sorry. These are some of the best lyrics in all of rock and roll. I love it. I absolutely love it. And if you are somebody out here who has not heard this song, do yourself the favor because this song is brilliant. Yeah, it, it it's nice that, um, let's say, a foreshadow to an album we will cover coming up maybe in two weeks, I believe. There's Sometimes songs can be too obvious, yep. and I choose that. And I skip on purpose. <laughs> and we'll talk about a song in a couple of weeks. And so, and we've talked about other songs too. I go, no, yeah. this is just too obvious. But this is, it's kind of intertwined with some poetry and it's mm-hmm. nice. And uh, I think also the music just sounds really good. It, it kind of starts, uh, you know, the it gets heavy and then the verse is just kind of slightly different and the progression just sounds good. And it's, it's good. I love it. I love this record. Yeah. Uh, I wish... So Biff Naked does have other albums out there. Uh, unfortunately, in my opinion, they do not hold up to Ibificus. Ibificus is her magnum opus. But since you mentioned poetry, she does have a spoken word, like poetry-based album out there. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, um, Oaken Spray. Word. I, I don't remember what it is, but it's in like Pig Latin. Like the title is Pig Latin oh, for spoken okay. word. Um, but anyways... She's a great artist. She's been through a lot. She has survived a lot. She makes wonderful music. I very much enjoy it and very much recommend everybody going out there and listening to it. Because even if you're like that hardcore kid, you can still find something on this album that you're absolutely going to love. Yeah, it's got melodies. It's, it's uh, you know, the the idea that we said last time, last album was catchy, contrast, pop rock. Mm-hmm. You know, this is pop for, let's say, late 90s. Yeah. It's not modern pop, but it, it's got the melodies for people that like maybe a little bit more radio driven, but it's got some angst. Yeah. And I like her voice, kind of how it breaks up a little bit, but it's very clear and clean, but then it kind of breaks when it needs, and it's nice. Yep. Hello, friends of the Album Argument Podcast. It's Ryan coming in with a special update. I got so excited when recording the podcast on Biffy Naked that I totally forgot to tell you what my pick for worst song was, and I'm really sorry about that. My pick is actually only the girl. Now, let me explain. I love the song, love the music, but unfortunately, I think the lyrics are a little lacking, and I wish I could actually rewrite the lyrics for Biff, but yeah, that's a pipe dream and will never happen. Sorry for an interruption. Thank you so much for listening. Deuces. Two cents about, uh, I should mention 99X, you know, it's a local radio station that has come back in Atlanta. So I'm, I'm interested to see if they will bring back some other big concerts. Because just like you had the experience with Biff Naked, 
at Big Day Out, mm-hmm. I've been wondering, okay, are they going to bring back their hosted? I know they've I've seen, you know, they're they're promoting other concerts coming out. Yeah. I think you're going to one, a big one. Yeah. Right. Weezer. Coming out. The Weezer one, right? Weezer. But I, I hope that they'll bring back some of those big concerts that I guess nowadays there's a Coachella and there's uh every every city has their Lollapalooza. But yeah. you know, Atlanta had some kind of let's say uh, late nineties, two thousands, kind of not too big, not too expensive. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get at. You know, some of these festivals are ridiculously yeah. expensive that it locks out a lot of us that were kids. How many kids get a couple hundred dollars to go to exactly. a weekend concert? Well, that's why I loved about Big Day Out is, you know, Music Midtown was in Atlanta. It was a big Atlanta staple for many, many years, but it got ridiculously overpriced and overcrowded. Right. Big Day Out was still crowded, but it wasn't like crazy. And, yeah. and the ticket price, I've, if I recall, I paid. I think I paid 25 bucks to get into that festival for that day. Yeah, maybe you got to maybe 40, 50, maybe. And, you know, in today's time, that's mm-hmm. nothing. So Still nothing, yeah. But you had local artists you got to learn about. You know, for us that like to, who like to learn about artists and things like that, I yeah, like those stages. Played. Yeah, those local stages. And you get to just learn about other music. You get to see artists that you do like and other artists open up and... Hopefully they can bring that back. Now nice. we're a little too old now to maybe go to these concerts. Yeah, <laughs> let's be real. Yeah, uh, it's too hot. It's too hot. Uh, I'm gonna get burnt. Yeah. So, but anyways, but hopefully, if there are any cool concerts out where you are, you know, as everybody's getting back to going out and so forth, you know, check out some of these artists. And you never know who you might see at a concert beforehand or seriously opening acts. You know, go early. Don't just go to see the the main act and. Maybe you'll catch a, the, the next Biff Naked. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much to everybody out there. Please, by all means, check out the artist's material. Go download all of her songs and music. She is very deserving of it. Uh, please take a look at our our website, thealbumargument.com, and where you can find Jeremy's Spotify playlist and share us with everybody, including your grandma. And again, do we say grandpa too? or No, just grandma. Just grandma. Okay. Grandpa might... Grandpa, I mean, it's one of those situations where grandpa's there, he's carrying the purse, and he just does what grandmother tells him to. You know, he's getting the car and pulling it around, you know? That's that's the way I see it. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, yes, thank you again one last time for sharing this album, and it's a good one, Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And thank you to all you out there who have been listening to us. We really appreciate it. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. We are the album argument. Deuces. We are out. <laughs>